One day we'll get good at that. Actually, fuck, I just touched my microphone. Oh, no. Fucking kill myself. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) I get so on your ass about, like, playing with your microphone cord and shit that I have to be, like unobjectifiably perfect perfect (laughs) about my microphone etiquette or like it's the chair oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) otherwise i'm just the world's biggest hypocrite Mm, sometimes that feels good (laughs) to be the world's biggest hypocrite (laughs) yeah hi everybody welcome to this week's episode of dumb bitch media your only podcast hosted by two of the world's biggest hypocrites (laughs) (laughs) Walking the talk, never. <laughs> okay, I want to. Uh, okay, how are you? First of all, sorry, I'm, I'm really, it's really okay. excited about something that I have to tell you. But I feel like That's we good. should do. We should before we get into the meat and potatoes of the podcast, like contextualize the the world in which we should talk about the world. Week. Uh, it just massively snowed in the, yeah, the area. It's Christmas where we live. Um, snowplow first day today. First day cleaning off the car i'm getting depressed because um not like seasonally depressed because i'm oh, just okay. thinking about force i'm gonna force myself to go out actually go outside this yeah this winter i've decided it i've never done it before you're gonna have to realize um but because this is we are actually gonna be like in lockdown presumably over the winter yeah. i'm gonna make myself do it why the fuck is my walking around sorry you're yeah you're gonna have to learn to like winter activities i guess i don't know i actually genuinely like winter so i am excited to do some winter activities yeah i've always just been a huge pussy about it but it's like i'm just gonna have to do it because not getting outside or not like exercising or whatever is like just not on the table or i will kill myself yeah like you have to I'm going to get really into making snow forts in the park where all the homeless people live, (laughs) I think. That could be fun. That could be fun. Um, I'm feeling in the holiday spirit. You're in the holiday spirit I am. This year is going to be like my ideal Christmas, like Christmas is canceled. So like I'm feeling really good. Yeah, I can't wait to not see my extended family. (laughs) Same. It's so sweet. It's going to be good, I think. I won't even have to find out what I look like if my extended family isn't there to comment on any perceived <laughs> fluctuations in my weight, you know? Yeah. Last year, Christmas, I guess I was heavy the year before, several years before I was thin. So, <laughs> you know, this year they don't even get to, they don't even get to know. <laughs> uh, it was the opposite for me. Last year I was skinny, the year before I was heavy. Yeah. Well... Fucking, you know, like it's so it's so t- completely irrelevant that it's funny. Who that cares? I'm, like, I'm already stressed about it, and I'm not. And it's even, not even gonna I'm, happen. It's not even gonna happen. I'm like, <laughs> one month until I have to see my extended family, so they can all judge me <laughs> when I've made zero progress in my life since last year. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> when I was in university, it was like, "How are your studies going?" I was like, "Sweet." Now that I'm graduated, it's like, how is question mark? Yeah, (laughs) that's how I feel, too. Like, I just feel like I have nothing to talk about, even with my, like, parents and my sister. Like, we just have nothing to talk about. 
My dad sent me his uh, quarterly text message. Oh, good. Check in. Yesterday is, look at this picture of a bald eagle hanging out eating a fish. Cool. (laughs) Was it a photo he took or did he just find the photo somewhere? It was a photo that he took. um, Okay, that's cool. Which makes it a little bit better. It was not a good photo. It looked looked like he took it through a telescope. (laughs) Um, But... He's learning and drawing. He maybe he freaked out when he saw the bald beetle. To be fair, and he wanted to get it quickly, but it was not. It was not a high qual JPEG, for sure. Um, when I worked in Alberta, this guy that I worked with had a drone that he would use to like take videos and photos. But mm-hmm. drones are illegal to fly in provincial parks, so he like wasn't supposed to be doing it. Okay. And one day he was flying his drone and an eagle took it. (laughs) Like he has video of an eagle just grabbing the drone and then it drowned it. (laughs) (laughs) That is really funny. It was so funny and he was so upset. And I was like, well, you shouldn't have been flying it in an illegal fly zone. Like something was going to happen. I'm terrified. Like, my mom has put this deep fear in me because we've always owned small dogs. Um, mm. That, mm-hmm. like, a hawk or an eagle or something yeah. is going to kidnap, um, like, our family, <laughs> like our us. family dog who weighs like in possibly around seven pounds. Um, yeah, I'm really, really, really scared of that now. Um, that's That's fair. My mom also has a lot of irrational fears, though. She also, because our other dog is beige, she puts <laughs> the dog in a high-visibility vest <laughs> during hunting season. For the record, for the record you need to, for the context of the story, you need to know that my parents live in the middle of nowhere. Um, but she puts my dog in high-visge. Um... <laughs> So that no one mistakes our, like, severely overweight bulldog for a deer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Man. Moms are really, really crazy about dogs. Like, when parents are, like, too removed from having small children around, they just, like, sublimate their weird instincts into, like... Dogs or cats or, or, like, plants. Or usually dogs, yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's so... It's so strange and kind of sad to, like, be inside the brain of, like, a menopausal woman. Anyways... (laughs) Looking forward to that in the next, like, five to 30 years. Five to 30, yeah. <laughs> my uh, my roommate's mom knit her and both of her brothers baby blankets. What was really toxic was my mom buying, like, antique cribs and uh, <laughs> antique high tables. Bef- That's bad. Before any of us like had children were old enough to have children even had serious partners like she's like you're gonna need this one day and it's like Mm -hmm. i'm baby (laughs) babies having babies literally oh my god i feel like my parents think i'm dating anyone that i mention like even once that they don't already know yeah or sometimes people they do already know but like 
I don't understand how they haven't figured out yet that I never talk about anyone I'm actually dating until they meet them. So, like, why do they keep thinking that? Oh, absolutely. Like, if I'm dating someone, I've never spoken about them. Well, the thing about, yeah, like, (laughs) it just started the point in my family where it's like, I'm just one of those girls who... Like, I haven't gone two weeks without a boyfriend since I was, like, 20. Like, just, I'm a serial monogamous. I always have a boyfriend. So it's like, if I'm not talking about having a boyfriend, everyone in my family knows I have a fucking boyfriend. It's just too early for me to, to talk about that it. I have a boyfriend, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's like my, um, I remember one time I was, like, really, really, again, briefly single coming off a breakup or whatever, my mom was like, I wonder if your brother will ever meet a nice girl and settle down. And I was like, I wonder if I'll ever meet a nice man and settle down. And she was like, yeah, well, whatever. Talk to me in two weeks. I was like, "Eh, okay, whatever, mom. Uh, She's right. (laughs) I, uh, oh my God. One time my parents, I don't even remember who it was, but my parents were like, oh, are you dating like X, Y, or Z person who I'm like, friends with and I was like ew <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like hey that was kind of mean but I like it was me it was like oh that's fucking disgusting <laughs> no it wasn't you but my mom did think that we were dating and then I mentioned your boyfriend and my mom was like I thought you guys were dating and I was like no I've talked about Mike so many times like <laughs> you're just making things up <laughs> My parents are weirdly invested in your dating life. Like, my mom's always like, I hope Sophie meets a nice girl. And I'm like, yeah, me too. That's nice. (laughs) Okay, here's the crazy thing I have to tell you about. Okay, Okay. thank you. An important part of this podcast lore is that, like, in recent episodes, is that I had a a coworker who's just a complete sicko. (laughs) She's, like, crazy, right? Like, in earlier episodes, we talked about it. My coworker who headsets with her tennis instructor because he gave her oh, a, house, a house plant that's um, so gross <laughs> and then she's like my love language is receiving gifts so funny S- absolutely sends me anyways so I, I probably <laughs> talked about this on the podcast but she lent me a copy of a book against my <laughs> will against my will so she lent me a copy of trevor noah's book born a crime several months ago when I did not want to read it and then she quit without giving quit her job without giving notice while I still had this book in my possession full well knowing that I was never going to read it and never going to return it to her right she texted me the day after she quit and was like hey can I get that book back at some point and I was like yeah no problem knowing full well I was absolutely never gonna go out of my way to give her this book back because like no I don't care and I didn't want it in the first place anyways so yesterday she texted me and she said hey Ev any chance you could drop that book off to me anytime <gasps> soon and I said um no I can't actually because I donated it to books for prisoners <laughs> you literally just donated it I just donated it to books for prisoners last week and she was like even though I told you that it's not my book and that uh, I was lending it to you and I was like yes yeah and then she sent me a screenshot <laughs> of our text messages where she said 
can I get that butt rot from you? And I said, okay, no problem. Uh, and she said, if you stroll up, this is literally the last message in our conversation. And I okay. said, yeah. I was like, yeah, I, know, I know. And I was like, yeah, I just figured you'd like forgotten and that the prisoners could use it more. <laughs> and she said, nope. But then I don't know what she said next because I blocked her on everything. You blocked uh, her on everything? I blocked her on everything. I blocked her from all my Instagram accounts. Uh, and I blocked oh my her God. phone number. Um, I gotta go, actually. <laughs> but the funniest thing is, it's like, okay, well, I, sh- I f- honestly feel kind of bad that I subjected books of fucking prisoners to Trevor Noah's book. Yeah. I don't know. That was cruel, maybe. I like I wasn't gonna give it back to her, but I was also never gonna read it. You know? And you so just it wanted kind, it to go away. It was kind of haunting my bookshelf, like <laughs> the copy of Thud Kitchen that my ex boyfriend gave to me the day before he broke up with me. Um, <laughs> it Okay, here was the problem. So friend of the pod, Mina, um, like I shared an Instagram post that was like, whatever, little prisoners looking for book donations. And she yeah. was like, I shared it and she was like, hey, I can t- I'm going to drop off books. So like, I'll come pick them up from you. And I was like, sweet, I'll get books together by the end of the day. So like the call was specifically asking for self-help books. But the problem is like, it's not that I've never read books in the self-help genre. It's just that I'm quite ashamed of it, so I usually won't pay for them. So I'll just, like, legally <laughs> download them to my Kindle and read them in secret. And then right? delete like, them. Yeah, exactly. Literally, exactly. Or listen to the audiobook, and then it's just, like, the only person knows is, like, me and, like, the agent who supervises my library over <laughs> driving They're um, locked in my mind palace. <laughs> literally. Um, so... I don't, this is what I was able to scrape together. And this makes me sound so deeply evil. (laughs) It's like not one of those things where I'm bragging about doing something good by donating books or whatever. It's like, this is what I could come up with for self-help books. I gave (laughs) a copy of the life-changing magic of tidying up. That's so evil. So cruel. Um, And a Malcolm Gladwell book. Okay. And the Trevor Noah book from my evil former daughter. And Mike gave them uh, like an illustrated volume of Beowulf. And (laughs) some like choose your own adventure fantasy novels that are large print that he bought when he (laughs) convinced himself that he was going blind. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. Like he convinced himself that he was going blind because he was sitting, he was like trying to beat some video game and he was sitting too close to the TV for like days at a time without wearing his glasses. So he developed really severe eye strain, but then instead of thinking, like, maybe I should sit farther away from the TV or, like, wear my glasses or both, um, he convinced himself he was going blind, so he started buying a bunch of large print books and (laughs) sitting... I like that he was just like, okay, I'm blind now. (laughs) Sitting around 
in a dark room and practicing how he would do things if he didn't have <laughs> Oh my god. And also, this was before I knew him and I was like, did anyone you know not tell you that you were being a fucking idiot? And he was like, I didn't tell anyone. And I was just living my little blind life and practicing my blind life in secret. Dude, I watched an episode of oh My, my Strange Addiction yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it was this drag queen from Britain. Yeah. Who's addicted to pretending to be different types of furniture. Okay. And it was like, uh, Cosma doesn't doesn't feel comfortable until she turns into at least 34 types of furniture a day. And then there's just a video of her. There's a shot of her standing in her living room completely still with a lampshade on her head. (laughs) And it's like during the interview, there's like a there's like a bottom third text on the screen. And it's like overcome with emotion during the interview. She turns into an end table. Dude, okay, I have two comments. First of all, that literally sounds like an advertisement for, like, Bikram Yoda. Like, turning <laughs> turn your body into 34 different pieces of furniture for 90 minutes. Um, did you know that that's a fetish? Yeah, human, yeah. Human furniture? There's, yeah. like, a fetish, and then there's a subset that's, like, human coffee table, human ashtray, whatever. Yeah, well, because I was watching with my friend and she told me that um, she used to know this guy who, like, I don't know, they were playing, like, Truth or Dare or something in college once. Mm -hmm. And they were like, what's your, like, weirdest sexual fantasy? And he was like, I can only come if I picture the girl I'm having sex with turning into pieces of furniture. What? Yeah. How? That's one of those things where it's like, how does that develop? You know, it's like, it's like the... (laughs) neuroplasticity Brody Stevens bit uh, that he has about the first time he jacked off accidentally coming into a spider web in his parents oh my gosh (laughs) 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 like like did did he like start nutting off by like you know rubbing himself against the light of a coffee table or something like yeah you like fucked a couch cushion maybe yeah I mean you gotta think about these things even though you don't want to you have to it's like training yourself for like mental toughness yeah it's in case I ever get tortured by the CIA that's why I try to watch cringe a little bit more every day that's important it's Uh, really important yeah I watched the video of uh, Emma Watson and like, oh. freestyling about gender equality. Stop. Um. Last night I YouTubed, <laughs> quote, to catch a predator cringe moments. Oh no, dude. I actually, <laughs> I actually can't tolerate it. Like it gives me, I know that this is the point of cringe. Some people think it's funny. It gives me a physical sensation of illness. Yeah. I can't tolerate it. Sometimes it makes me nauseous. Literally. Like, I'm like, no. I can't. Oh, God. That was a bad one. What was the other thing Mike tried to get me to watch? Mike loves cringe. Um, I also love cringe. I know. I know. (laughs) I I saw this video on Instagram, and it's this guy, and he's filming his girlfriend at, like, a pool party Mm -hmm. and he puts his foot up on her chair and he's like give me a foot rub and she's like oh my god i'm not gonna give you a foot rub and then in the background you hear this guy say yeah and i'm not gonna give you a foot rub either and then he turns the camera and it's this like indian guy wearing full street clothes at a pool party (laughs) and it's like you weren't part of the conversation (laughs) 
Yeah, and I'm not going to give you a foot rub either. Uh, Okay. Oh, no. (laughs) No problem. Fuck. Dude. All right. Oh, I just want to say one more thing about my donating the, well, a couple more things. It's just, it's living in my brain right now, rent free. Okay. Okay. First of all, she's like, I don't even own that book. Then it's like, you can't lend something that you don't own, you crazy fucking bitch. But yeah, what I'm talking about. The thing is, she told me that she pre-ordered this book. So embarrassing. That's uh, so embarrassing. She pre-ordered this book. So, and then she's like, it's my mom's book. It's like, I feel like we talked about this on the podcast before, but it's so messed up to buy a gift for yourself and then pretend that it's for somebody else. That's my least favorite thing that people do. It's insane. I don't understand how people don't understand that it's insane. It's like, I'm not fucking buying science. Like, I'm not like buying my fucking weird volumes of science fiction being like, oh, I can't wait to fucking read these myself. (laughs) Right? I'm like, I'd rather kill myself than read these. But he's going to love them. And that's what, you know, like, it's so... It's, I'm not like, here, Mike, you want a stationary bike? We can share it. <laughs> you want a set of ankle weights, Mike? Stop! Like, <laughs> ankle weights. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, it, it's... Anyways, so that's one thing that's crazy. Also... This is, like, an extremely toxic thing that this has reminded me about that used to be an experience that I would get from the internet sometimes that I really enjoyed. Something, a feeling that I really enjoy, which is probably so sick, is when someone else is really angry, but I've, like, elicited that reaction somewhat on purpose. Yeah! And then, so it's very funny for me, right? Like, if someone comes at you and they're already angry... Yeah, and you're like, oh, I just won. And it's about something that you don't care about, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what's she gonna fucking do? We don't work together anymore. (laughs) I know. She's the one who quit. She, she, first of all, bought a gift for herself, said it was for someone else. Then she lent out an object that supposedly didn't belong to her. And then she quit a job. She quit a job without getting all her shit back. It's like, you gotta sneak your objects out of somebody's apartment before you break up with them in case it doesn't go so hot, right? Oh, been there. Been there, right? (laughs) Uh, Why is your moisturizer gone? I don't know. It's empty. It it was empty. I threw it out. Yeah, like, (laughs) exactly. You gotta, if it's something that you care about... You gotta get it back before you cut ties in like a negative way. Anyways, I was laughing so fucking hard. My kid, I was just losing it. I was like, I'm gonna tell her I donated it to prisoners. And then, <laughs> and then it's also like, how do you come back from that? Like, what world are you in that you're like? I thought she would back down because she. I was like, yeah, I just thought they could use a butt more than you could. You know, like if you, you should donated it for months. But like, I I'm like, in what world is she like my twenty five dollar amazon pre-order hopefully she didn't pay more for it than that jesus christ uh pre-order book is worth more to me that i already read 
I know, like, than okay. to give it to somebody who needs a fucking butch because they have nothing to do and they're fucking sits by itself. <laughs> I can't believe she followed up with you again about it. Well, yeah, I was like, I don't know. I thought you would forget or realize that it was kind of psychotic to ask for it back in the first place. The funniest thing to me is she's, so, I know that she's fuming about this. I bet she's going to message your boss like your yeah and then yeah so what but okay. the funniest thing is she quit on bad terms i know that well like that's her problem also i'm not even working there anymore so it's even under regular circumstances he couldn't make me do anything oh i didn't even i met your foreman oh yeah. Who she thinks she's friends with? <laughs> she probably is. Gonna message my foreman. Maybe they'll talk shit about me. I don't care. But Whatever. Like, the funniest thing is, I don't think she has a fucking leg to stand on. Because like no. I said, it's like she basically did a bunch of psycho things in a row and then was like, my $25 is more important than... <laughs> Making a donation to prisoners. Prisoners or my dignity, like. Yeah, but she's like that. Remember? I know, she's a Virgo. Go on on one date with a guy and then just send him, like, paragraphs about how he didn't respect her on, like, the hour that they spent doing a socially distanced, like, coffee date. Oh my god, stop. Yeah, you're right, she is really psycho. Anyway, I, I was trying to find books to donate to prisoners, but I just like didn't have anything. Like I looked at my bookshelf and I was like, carceral capitalism, my ex-girlfriend's copy of cunt, my ex-girlfriend's <laughs> copy of a book that talks about how rape trials are treated in Canada. Um, yeah, por- was... Portia de Rossi, unbearable lightness. Uh, <laughs> yeah, gonna was... teach all the prisoners how to have an eating disorder. I was like, the Canadian journalist's guide to media law. Mm. No, like. Oh, also, a fiction book about a guy who's on death row, but he has brain syphilis. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, Mike was like, you should give them your copy of Orange is the New Black. I was like, that's. it's kind of sexy though Uh, it is it's pretty hot like the problem with it is that and it's like okay i'm not making like i am not making light of this like i honestly (laughs) think that it's a great initiative it's a great yeah of course nothing feels appropriate it's one of those nothing feels appropriate it's like it's like if you have to give someone a gift um for like their birthday and it's like their last birth you know what i mean it's like they just suffered some sort of other tragic life event and you're like what do you get there <laughs> like no- i know there's nothing appropriate especially because they asked for self-help books right and it's like i don't have like a copy of like the seven habits of highly effective people or like whatever you know, like mainstream self-help book is. So it's like, yeah, they're done. Oh, I also gave them a book that actually is really good called, uh, what was it called? A Brief History of Seven Killings, which is about like the violence and like the riots in Jamaica in the 1970s. Oh yeah. Uh, they're not going to get that one. They're definitely going to pull that one out of the pile. Yeah. It's a really good book. Anyways, yeah. I hope someone gets that one because it's good. I didn't want to give them just like, I didn't give them shit that I was like trying to get rid of. 
No. But I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my apartment also casually has two copies of The Lovely Bones. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what, we have two copies of so many books. Um, yeah. I was that like, would have been uh, a good option. <laughs> we gave away a lot of books when we moved, though. So we gave away anything that we already had. Well, I just put like of. 30 books in the little free library in my neighborhood, but past- I just want to brag and say that they all got taken in less than 24 hours. Whoa, that's a huge flex. I walk past I the know. little free libraries every day, but I've never opened, like the ones on Ardo, Yeah, I've never opened them. The one in Dundonald is like pretty decent, but yeah, I put like all my books there and they disappeared in like less than 24 hours. Is that talking about uh, her books they were taken out of? I'm yeah. assuming you guys live in the same area. Right? Um, David lives down the street from me, yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's that one. But her books never get taken, and all of mine went away and have not been returned. Yo, hell swag. Yeah, hell yeah. Big swag. We gotta get a second book ca- bookcase or, like, mm-hmm. return them. I don't even read physical books anymore. Like, no. A, like, just a fucking shill for the Kindle, although I steal all my books for it. So I just bought, bought the original Kindle, or Mike bought it for me, I guess, but... Uh, it fucking slaps. I love it so much. The best, my favorite thing to do, which I just realized you can do, is you can download PDFs onto your phone and then send them to your Kindle. So you don't even have to plug a cord into your computer. Oh, that's so good. Fucking sweet. Yeah. Um, anyways, let's talk about stuff. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's talk about stuff. Okay, so, fuck, I already forgot the name of this program that we're supposed to talk about. The Canadian Emergency Rent Subsidy. Subsidy. The, okay. SIRS. SIRS. So Canada released an announcement that we are going to have an emergency rent subsidy, and everyone was like, yay, and then they were like, for businesses, and everyone was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, is what happened. And then some people were like, well, SIRB was the Canadian Emergency, uh, like, rent benefit or whatever and it's like well we're not still getting that though yeah also there was grants that businesses could apply for to subsidize their rent when SERP came out it's like hi (laughs) yeah I don't want businesses to I like I don't want businesses to shut down I want no I want landlords to suffer yeah I want landlords to stop charging fucking and then people like well landlords have Fucking mortgages to pay too. That's a big tape that you'll get if you talk to your fucking dad about this. So I would recommend not talking to your fucking dad about this. Being like, well, landlords have mortgages to pay too. It's like, well, maybe landlords should have only had one fucking house. And then maybe rent wouldn't be fucking $1,800 a month in this stupid fucking province. Yeah, stop buying all the houses if you don't want to have a mortgage. You Oh, you can't handle having four mortgages? That's because you should only have one, you dumbass. Right? You know what I don't have? A house or a, a house. mortgage. <laughs> you were like, fucking, like, land... I need one of those stupid woke mods that says, like, landlord tears. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, well, obviously you're... You don't have the means. And then it's like, people make financial decisions all the time. And it's like, I do honestly kind of feel bad for small business owners because it's like... Oh, Yeah. You know, like, obviously, I know the people that own the gym that I used to go to, which was, like, independently owned, um, and it's, like, yeah, that fucking sucks, you know? Like, they're pretty young. 
Yeah, um, of course. So it's like they don't have a shit ton of money or whatever. Obviously, they had enough money to like go out on a limb and, you know, start renting like a place to have a business or whatever. And it's like, I don't want only... Here's the problem. I don't agree with like helping small business owners over like helping average Canadians and like renters. Like, I think if you have to choose, <laughs> you should subsidize people, not businesses. But yes. I also worry about living in a city or like where the only businesses that can afford to survive are like Walmart, Good Life, and Starbucks. Literally. That, that I would really, kill myself. That really frightens me, right? Like, just because it, it's just would, like, ruin everything <laughs> that's Dude. positive about, like, walking down the street and, like, having an experience, you know? Like, the thought of only being able to get a Tim Hortons donut for the rest of my life really just oh, that's so dark. makes me feel fucked up. I've been trying to buy, like, if I buy coffee and stuff, I did go to Starbucks today for the BOGO, but... I've been trying to go to, like, Art House that's down the street from me Yeah. to get my coffee because it's just, like, I'm so worried that all the businesses are going to close. Yeah, and it's, like, not one of those things where it's, like, obviously, yeah, in the case where you know someone who it's, like, that's their livelihood and they've poured, like, their entire life into trying to be able to afford to open a business or whatever. It's, like, I do feel for those people more so, like, I feel for, like the diversity of like experience that it comes down to living in a city it's like it's extremely dark if things have already been pushed out by like walmart and starbucks and good life and whatever so it's like just extremely dark to think about the future of capitalism where Seriously. we have there's one clothing store one coffee shop one gym one grocery store like <laughs> Well, the thing is, like, I wish that they would focus on, like, individual people because all of those small businesses are owned by, like, an individual person. You know what I mean? So, like, providing rent relief to, like, normal people would probably benefit small businesses, too. Absolutely. And then we wouldn't have to feel weird about it. Yeah, and I think that they're already trying their best to, um, like allow businesses to operate within means that are, like, considered, like, safe, which I think is positive. Like, I think takeout is obviously, like, a great option. Yeah. For restaurants, like, if they shut that down, that would be really, really bad, and then people are calling for, like, a 100% lockdown, but it's, like, <sighs> I don't know. I don't, I don't see a lot of problems with things like window takeout. No, me neither. I think it's pretty, like, low risk, right? Yeah. Also, studies are coming out. This is this is for my probably head COVID heads. Um, <laughs> Mood. Studies are coming out that apparently, like, they were really, really worried about people not developing immunity yeah. earlier in the science. But now they're saying that people can be immune to COVID for, like, years or possibly decades after they have it. I honestly think this is gonna sound stupid, but I think I'm immune to COVID because really? I was working you've at the been hostel. Such a fucking idiot! This whole time you haven't gotten. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, because I was working at the hostel last December and January, 
and like wet yeah and like anyways it was like a really high risk area we had a ton of asian tourists and stuff and just like and a lot of people that i worked with ended up getting really sick and thought that they had covid after we shut down but i never got sick at all last winter and normally i always get sick but probably you could have been asymptomatic because i'm i could have been asymptomatic i'm 90 sure that i must have had it because i don't have a sense of smell (laughs) anymore oh yeah um so which means that i probably had it but i only was sick it could have also been from having sinusitis, though. Losing my sense of smell? Temporarily, yeah, if your yeah, adenoids are swollen. But I've, ne- but that's not, ne- okay, that's true, but that's never happened to me before, and I, Fair. And I do get sinusitis usually about once a, once a year. Uh, yeah. Like, it's my most freak, I don't get sick very often, but when I do get sick, it's always in my sinuses. Yeah. Um... But when I had sinusitis in the summer and I had to get tested for COVID, I tested negative. Um, But that's the only time I had any symptoms that, you know, that would indicate that I was sick at all. So maybe I had a a false negative or maybe that was actually sinusitis and then I contracted COVID. At because a later date, but I was just was asymptomatic because yeah. I can't trace losing my sense of smell. I know it's been a couple months at least, but I can't but, trace losing my sense of smell back. I don't know if I lost it before or after or during having yeah. sinusitis, you know? That's fair. Yeah, you probably did have it. And like, I don't know. I probably did too. But um, someone told me this is really interesting that like, if you never get sick, mm-hmm. It could actually mean that your immune system is really bad (laughs) because like, for example, like, let's say you have asymptomatic COVID, but you're not getting sick with anything else. It's because COVID is like the only thing in your body. So it keeps like killing off other things like the common cold or like strep throat. Oh, spied. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. So, So sometimes if you're like never sick, it's actually because you have like a asymptomatic like other issue happening right it's kind of like how this is a kind of a controversial opinion but like in terms of like injury prevention or like return from injury or whatever um which is like a frequent topic for me unfortunately <laughs> Same. Um, <laughs> you in some cases it's better to like not ice or to ice kind of sparingly because ice like reduces inflammation but inflammation is your body working away at fixing the problem right like the same way that getting a fever or whatever is your body's way of trying like you can take out a to kill a fever if it gets out of hand but like having a fever is a sign that your body is actively trying to fight um the illness the same way that like having swelling at the site of injury or whatever that you would normally ice is a sign that your body is trying to do work on where you yeah, the injury, it's actually right? like a positive thing in some ways. It's a sign that your body is doing its job. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you can treat that as a symptom, but it's not necessarily a bad sign. It does mean that you're injured or you're sick or whatever, but at least you know that your body is working the way that it should be. 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. I always flex on people about never getting sick because I think that um, it means I'm tough, but maybe it just means that my body uh, is like not strong enough to give me symptoms of illness when I'm fighting something. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe you have like Lyme disease or something. Just I kidding. I do not have Lyme disease. Just I'm because kidding. I have big titties. Breast illness. I don't have big titties. <laughs> Breast implant illness. <laughs> Firmly in the camp of having approximately a 33 inch bust. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> small, small. And th- the worst thing is about having such a small chest measurement is I know how much of that has to do with the size of my back muscles. Yeah. <laughs> Mine has a lot to do with the size of my rib cage, not gonna lie. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like, oh, can you imagine if I was like frail? How small my titty measurement <laughs> 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 Oh my god. I know my back is doing a lot of the heavy lifting. God. Uh, anyways, yeah, so Canadian, any final <laughs> thoughts on the Canadian rent fucking subsidy? No, but I do want to mention something that's really dystopian that I experienced yesterday at a box store. Okay. I was at Value Village mm-hmm. and they had all these like announcements playing over the radio the whole time like it was like they would be like uh please maintain social distancing and don't wear a mask or wear a mask please don't come into the store if you're like feeling ill blah 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 and then they would like play one song and then there would be another announcement and it was like shopping at value village does not directly benefit any charitable organization (laughs) yeah and i was like this is so weird you know, they must have changed the laws about that. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people didn't realize that Value Village is, like, just a f- basically a for-profit thrift store. Yeah. Also, I think they got bought by Walmart. Ugh, probably. Possibly. Fucking kill me. Dude, I keep getting ads for Good Life Fitness on Instagram, and uh... I'm like, I'm gonna fucking kill myself. Lose Sorry. my number. And not to lean into our, like, you know how people are like, capitalism creates, like, the freedom of choice. And it's like, yeah, but also I kind of feel like we're getting so, like, like, platform capitalism is, like, developing to the point that it's, like, um, there's just, like, such a huge monopoly, especially yeah. in Canada, because we don't have, like, we don't have a dense population compared to most other people. We don't have a shit ton of rich people compared to like other countries like the united states or whatever obviously they have more poor people but they also have more rich people because they just have more people so it's in general (laughs) when we get something in canada it's like this is not as much anymore but like if i remember when i was growing up this was like a big thing when we finally get some sort of american business in Canada, Ugh. we're like pigs who are like, oh, thank you for this fucking slop, you know? Remember like, when we got a t- Target in Canada? Huge, huge moment. Kill me. And then they took it away from us. That was huge. Moms everywhere were f- just flipping absolute shit that we got Target. And then it wasn't even cheap in Canada. That was chill. It was like, what if we had Zellers, but it's expensive? Um, and bad oh yeah dude when i was living in Halifax and we got victoria's secret and hollister uh, we're like holy fucking shit 
<laughs> Hollister. Oh my god. This really is the shopping can- capital of Atlantic Canada. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, it's a dark, dark future where we will all, literally everything, you'll like have to pay your electrical bill to like fucking Walmart Canada. <laughs> Oh my god. Or it's to Amazon. Ha- it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. That's I know. Okay. It's horrible. Oh. Shh. Sorry. You know no, who's also crazy that was like dystopian yesterday? I was watching a movie and I was like, why are none of these people wearing masks? What? Oh my god, yeah. What? Also, <laughs> like, I have that thought sometimes too. I was like... Were you watching Space Odyssey? What? I said, were you watching Space Odyssey? I was not watching Space Odyssey. I was watching The Pledge, which is a really great thriller film with Jack Nicholson and Robin Wright Penn and, yeah, I don't know, Aaron Eckhart, a bunch of other chill people. I have that thought sometimes too, but something that really drives me up the wall is when I'm watching TV or a movie with like another person mm-hmm. and anything that happens on screen, they're like, uh uh-huh, that's not a COVID safe activity. What? I'm Who like, are you watching TV with? I only watch TV with my boyfriend, so I don't have this experience. Well, like my roommate. <laughs> like, that's not a COVID safe activity. It's like, yeah, this is a movie from 2004. Well, it's just like, I'm so tired of thinking about COVID all the time, right? Like, or like, I yeah. went to my parents' house for dinner the other night and we like watched something after dinner and they like were saying the same thing. It's, it was like my parents that said it, actually, I think. But I was like, I don't want to talk about coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, before and after this, I was spitting at people in the street. And now, <laughs> yeah. Now. Oh, my specific way. My boyfriend is like a really, really serious movie and television watcher. Okay. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like we yeah. wear separate pairs of headphones. When oh my god. We're watching stuff, and there's swag. No, there's no talking allowed, right? This is a <laughs> really big problem for me. But like, usually I can hold on. But yesterday we were watching True Detective season one. Okay. And I stopped him, and I was like, "That shit used to be married to Tom Brady, but then he cheated on her with Victoria's Secret, Giselle Bundchen, and now he doesn't eat tomatoes." And. <laughs> Literally, it, I he, he was so mad. he wasn't like he didn't flip shit on me, but he was like you could tell Pissed. he did not care. He did not <laughs> care. Like my favorite thing is to be like that pointed characters and be like that shit played J- Jesse Pinkman's mom and Brady Bad. That's that's oh. how I watch things too. Like, cause I'm like, is this not bothering you that you're trying to figure out where you know that actor from? But he's face blind. I know. <laughs> he's face blind and he doesn't care about celebrity gossip. The two True. Classic boyfriend characteristics. Oh my okay. god. <laughs> Anyways. What was the other Should we talk we about the PS5? PS5. Sophie. PS5? The PS5. What about Yeah. It? Um everyone's acting crazy about the ps5 they're like pre-ordering it and then people are getting mad at them for taking it away from children for christmas 
Yeah, we have a PS5, and I ripped it out of a 10-year-old. <laughs> Swag. <laughs> My dad actually tried to buy two. Uh, but really? I, yeah, he was gonna buy. He was gonna buy one and then uh, keep one and then sell one. Oh my god! Whoa! Because <laughs> he knew that the pre-order thing was gonna happen, right? Um, yeah. So he probably would have been able to flip one, but the I know which is like so evil, but they shut it down because it's one per credit card number. Uh, at most that places. makes sense. Yeah. And here's what I don't understand. It's like, first of all, your kid will survive if they don't get a fucking... I don't even know how much PS5 costs, but they don't get a several hundred dollar brand new fucking console the first year that it comes out for Christmas. Yeah. They'll survive. That's okay. And There's lots of, of all, shit I didn't get when I was a kid. It's like, mommy should have set her alarm and bid on fucking Walmart.com at midnight. That's well, yeah. How, that's just how it is. <laughs> that's how it's always been. Yeah. It was like that with Furbies, you know? It was like that with fucking Barbies, like limited edition Barbies. Like, it's always been like this. I can't But now remember. you can just go online and buy stuff. You don't even have to go to the box store in person and, like, fight other people. Yeah, it's not like a kindergarten cop situation or jingle all the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a kindergarten cop situation. <laughs> it's not a whatever the fucking name of the movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger gets pregnant situation. Um, <laughs> dude, I was thinking a lot about the movie where Tyra Banks plays a life-size Barbie come to life. Oh my god, Do you yes. That one? Yes. Really important cinematographic moment. I've been craving watching a really toxic movie lately, and I haven't given in yet. What movie? I really want to watch Jennifer Lopez's Made in Manhattan. Ooh, that is a good one. I have not seen that in so long. That was Ben Affleck era, Jennifer Lopez. It was. It was so good. Don't make me talk about Ben Affleck on the pod again. We already. I did know this we last can't. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, um, okay. I wanted to touch. I had fun doing this last week. I wanted to touch on when we were looking for things to talk about this week. Oh, by the way, PS Five is cool, and I like the game where you, <laughs> play, you play as a little robot. And I also liked the Spider-Man game, which I'm pretty sure is one of the only games that's out that's specifically for PS5. Anyways. Um, (laughs) Video game correspondent. Video game correspondent. Uh, My boyfriend did let me play the robot games. (laughs) Everyone suck me off. When Hitman 3 comes out, he will buy it for me. (laughs) Oh my god. Um... So one of the topics that came up in uh, my feed when I was looking for shit to talk about this week said one in five young Canadians has is struggling with their mental health. I was like, one in five. Where are that's the low. Other, who are the other four people? <laughs> if you flip the stats, I would not be surprised. Oh yeah, if they said four out of five, I'd be like, yeah, true. Some people are like extreme normies. It depends. Yeah, dude, maybe three out of five. There are more normies. Yeah. There are more normies than you'd think about. You gotta rule out stupid people. Okay, true. I mean, there are stupid people who have problems with their mental health, but there are far more stupid people who just go through life and are super happy, which is random. 
Unless That's they've so like, weird. just suffered some sort of like enormous life event, you know? The only thing that gets them sad is like, it's never like waking up, um, which makes them <laughs> sad all the time. <laughs> or like, oh God, another 40 years of this bullshit uh, or whatever, you know, 40 years. That's pretty low life expectancy for me. Whatever. <laughs> um, or, like, it's just, like, um, normal shit that makes everyone else sad also. You know, like, my dog died. My boyfriend broke up with me. I miss my, my friends. cancer. Whatever, right? <laughs> like, it's, like, yeah, that makes all of us sad. But then it's, like, it's never, like, they're never having, like, any sort of, like, existential dread yeah. yeah if you've never been like almost fired or like had to quit a job because of your mental health like this podcast is not for you <laughs> this, this is for the bitches that uh quit their jobs as a suicide prevention tactic yeah um yeah i wouldn't be so it depends on what they considered like listen i did not read the article i need to clarify because no. i was like I'm no not but it depends it's like what do they mean by struggling with their mental health is it like one in five people like who aren't diagnosed with a mental health issue like <laughs> no one in five people yeah i guess are diagnosed or like are would rate their mental health as like lower than five out of ten like how how strenuous are they being because if they're like one in five young canadians has like made a plan i'd be like that's believable yeah yeah (laughs) i wonder like does your mental health have to be that bad before they count you towards the one in five because if it's like honestly yeah say that they have equal amounts of like Blue days and dread days. I'd be like, that's low. Yeah. Unless I wonder if they mean like all my all my girls and gays are just like I just have just a selection bias of where everyone I know is like not (laughs) super well. (laughs) Maybe they only interviewed like heterosexual men. Yeah, and then it's or like. Maybe it's people who have, like, not been previously diagnosed with a mental health issue. Like, it's, like, people who are, like, the first time ever during COVID. They're, you know what I mean? Like, I could see that. That still seems like, you know, and like I said, I didn't read the article. No. But, like, that still seems like you would skew the data. That's, like, it. it's entirely possible. Because, I mean, like, you know that, like, articles for, like, lay people totally just absolutely butcher statistics all the time oh yeah it's like oh yeah one in five canadians who don't have a diagnosed mental illness have never been on medication or sought therapy feel sad (laughs) are mentally ill it's like oh maybe the fine print should have been in the fucking headline because i'm not gonna read it (laughs) dick dick nuts i need all the information (laughs) available in 13 seconds or less Oh my god. I saw the like fake article and it was like um um who will receive the coronavirus vaccine first? Studies show that it's most likely for the girl reading this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. I've been accident- on purpose and also accidentally watching a lot of movies that are like really relevant. Oh. To this right now, I know. I watched Contagion on purpose. Oh, I love Contagion. On purpose. Yeah. I like too. when uh, Gwyneth Paltrow dies. Me too. That's an important part of any movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Contagion. What else did I watch? 
28 Days Later, which is a zombie movie, but it's like through and kind of an epidemiology because it's a virus, basically. Um, what else? <laughs> 12 Monkeys. Have you ever seen that? No. You see Bruce Willis's ass in it three times. Did I say that on the podcast oh. last week? No, no, you didn't, but I don't think I'm going to watch it. Okay. Well, it's funny because it has all the guys that moms have crushes on in that movie. It's fr- okay, so Bruce Willis, like... Bruce Willis, Brad Pitt, when he was young, and uh, Bruce Willis is already kind of old in the movie, but Brad Pitt is young, and Christopher Maloney. Oh, yes! The trifecta of mom crushes. That's also, amazing. That's dangerous. Also, also, True Detective season one is the is the double double-sided fucking approach of mom crushes because they hammer you they're like matthew mcconaughey then they mm. hit you with woody harrelson then they hit you a third time with matthew mcconaughey but he is kind of long dirty hair and a mustache where can i watch true detective um uh, i downloaded it illegally but it, oh, was, okay. but it was originally on hbo so it might be on cra- crave i'll check crave i kind of want to watch it it's so good have you watched it before no Okay, you you'll really like it. It's Sick. like it's true primey. Um, it's really good, and uh, yeah, I also disturbingly am attracted to Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey, but only when he looks like he works at a gas station. That makes sense. Gas station, like guy, you know that meme that was going around of Justin Bieber, and people are like, <laughs> he's so hot, and then someone was like, he looks like a guy you could find at a gas station, and it's like so. That's why. That's, that's why it's that's, hot. That's when he got hot. He was never hot before he looked like no. he was in a gas station. And neither was Matthew McConaughey. So that's no. why I look good with a mullet. It's gas station vibes. Like, people don't... People are stupid. I hate guys with clean... Like, it's like a well-trimmed haircut. It's like, I know. <laughs> what are you, gay? <laughs> Stop. Somebody unfollowed me for calling someone a gay little worm on Twitter. <laughs> they call me homophobe. Uh, oh my god. I'm sorry. The person wasn't, I wasn't referring to anyone who's actually gay, but. Yeah, I've, so it's I've, fine. I've been chat. I won't, call, I've, I've, <laughs> I've prayed on it. I won't call anyone a gay little worm again. Oh, speaking of Justin Bieber, okay, this was the other thing that I wanted to talk to you about, okay? Okay. So, Justin Bieber, okay, we have to think about this, okay? So, mm-hmm. I, the, another story that I saw, I'm really enjoying doing this segment where I just talk, I don't read stories. The articles? But <laughs> I just talk about some shit that I did not choose as a topic for the podcast. Um... Ashley Benson will be included in G-Eazy's Thanksgiving plans was a story that I saw. So I was thinking about how all these celebrities fucking date each other. Like, okay, so think about it. Cara Delevingne is currently dating uh, fucking Cindy Crawford's daughter. Yeah. Um, but Cara Delevingne dated Ash... Hot, for sure. Cara Delevingne dated Ashley Benson... Yeah. Before. Now Ashley Benson is dating G Easy, right? Is she? Yes. That's what the story means. Oh my She's god. Ins- and before that, G Easy was dating or is dating Machine Gun Ch- Machine Gun Kelly, right? 
Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know how I'm going to turn out these two things, but Justin Bieber (laughs) dated Sophia Ritchie, who also slept with Strat Dizzard. Right. This is where where it all comes back to Strat Dizzard. It always seems like Scott Disick. It all comes back to Strat Dizzard and his propensity for dating 19-year-old girls. And he's the, he's the start of the branch of every celebrity dating pool. Absolutely. It's like seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Exactly, but it's seven degrees of sucking off Stantis. <laughs> I, uh, I think that if I had cornrows put in my hair, I would look like g Easy. Uh, yeah, kind of. If you don't... If you <laughs> If you had a brother who looked like you, but he was ugly, and then he got torn ours, he would look like Post Malone. Also, oh my god, that's true. To take into consideration. That's true. Um, I was looking at my Spotify Rewind. Yeah. And it's like really toxic. Like one of my top listened to songs is a song that I heard in the background of a porn. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? It's that Jeezy song. It's a Jeezy song. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to know the fu- the funny dude? We've definitely talked about this before. Uh, yeah. Do you know the song "Issues" by Julia Michaels? Yes. That is a song that made it into my Spotify, one of my Spotify playlists, because I heard it in a porn. And it's like, if the song is saying "I've got issues," like it's like you should not be watching that porn. I just want to clarify. I've been, uh, no. I've been no fap for like ugh, a year and a half now. Yeah, but like, this is from last year, right? But, like... <laughs> in my, pre- my previous life, when I, I did, uh... I did succumb to that sort of thing. Uh, yeah. Issues by Julia Michaels. No, Michaels. Nobody doodled that. Yeah, mine was, uh... Say Grace and g Easy. You Don't Own Me. You Don't Own Me is actually a good song. I'm it sorry. is a really good song, so but... I know. <laughs> I can't listen to Trath that has G-Easy on it. That's so funny. Dude, it's my so toxic. It me so hard today because I was talking about how uh, we were talking about hip thrusting, like the okay. exercise. Yeah. Barbell hip thrust, which like objectively looks weird. And I was saying that I was like, I've never seen a man do it in the gym. I've only seen like male athletes do it on Instagram. Yeah. And he was like, is there your porn up search like male athlete barbell hip thrust bubble butt i'm like no no No, i'm not googling male athlete fat ass i'm googling chris maloney fat ass oh yes i am i'm you know when i'm accusing people of having mom crushes it's like I'm sort of including myself in Yeah, that. like, look in the mirror. But I don't have... I never had a crush on Brad Pitt, but, like, Bruce no. Willis and Chris Maloney. Oh, my God. And Woody Harrelson. Dude, I know... I don't... I'm not being, like, I'm a special snowflake here for being attracted to those men. Lots of people are, but it's just, like, lots of people who are 20 years older than me are attracted to those men. As well. Yeah. I need to look in the mirror. Oh, my God. <laughs> Should we talk about the internet? Yeah, let's talk about the internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. Um, I have a beef. Okay, I'm ready. I wasted my beef on talking about my coworkers, donating my coworkers. That's fine. This is gonna make you mad. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. 
All right. So I have a beef with the original dumb bitch of the Dumb Bitch Media podcast. We talked about her on the first episode ever. Glitter Cheese. (gasps) Glitter Cheese. AKA Lisa Trigger. Yes. Is starting a podcast Mm -hmm. where she watches an episode of Law and Order SVU Mm -hmm. and then talks about it. Okay. I feel like robbed. Like, I feel like we could be doing that and she's just taking it from us and I already hate her so I'm really upset who better to talk about the the finer nuances and the sensitive subjects of sexual assault than me and Sophie the two (laughs) media who have famously never said anything insensitive about DIY rape test nope (laughs) (laughs) fucking Lisa Trager. Lisa Trager, dude. Namaste. She a, she sh- I hate her so much that I think she should be one of the hosts of The View. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Didn't we should be good for that? Because she has nothing to contribute, but she has some strong-ass opinions, right? Yeah, and she's insufferable. You know what my beef is? Sorry to interrupt your beef. No, it's okay. Glitter cheese reminded me. I hate a bitch who is too young to have been around for the first round of random humor. Oh, uh, and is doing random humor. And is doing random humor. It's, but it drives me insane. But doesn't, like, they don't really know that it's trenched because they weren't, like, alive when we were fucking doing Happy Bunny and Purple Monkey fucking dishwasher. Uh, taco llamas. <laughs> Dr. Llamas. Have we already talked about this on the... Sorry, I keep... Probably. I'm angry about the same things a lot, guys. Uh, It's because they don't stop. Number one, women who are younger than me. Actually, I don't care if women are younger than me because, honestly, I look so much better than most women, even if they're younger than me. Um, (laughs) But, no, seriously, show me... I mean, you'll never find out how old I am, but show me a a 19-year-old and I'll be... I bet I could... I'm in hot competition. Um, It's because they're all doing cocaine. Yeah, that's true. They're still doing cocaine. Maybe if they stop doing cocaine for like 10 years, then they'll look as good as me. But yeah, (laughs) (laughs) what you have to do is you have to get so sober that you genuinely enjoy drinking smoothies and going hiking. Oh my god, yeah. Or getting high off drinking a Diet Pepsi. And then you'll reach peak hotness. Believe me. It's so true. (laughs) Yeah, anyways, random humor. Get it out of my feed. And it's like, there are a lot of culprits, and I know that they're all friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. And it's like, I... So they think they're doing something, and it's like, no, this is just you and your friends. You, they think they invented something because they weren't around for fucking lolcats. I feel like I'm like Bane from like fucking Batman right now. I'm like, you didn't fucking invent. I invented random people. I didn't. But like they... They don't you remember. haven't fought in the trenches of random humor. It's kind of like, I shouldn't say this on the podcast, honestly. It's kind of like how friend of the pod Maddie is like really, really into like bad fashion from the early thousands. Yeah. She was like barely alive. Yeah. Uh, so she's like not starred by like hobo bags and boot jeans and like coach branded sneakers and stuff. Uh, and like glittery platform flip flops. Yeah, although, you know, I still, I would still wear platform flip-flops. <laughs> but that has more to do with wanting to look like a football wife. 
yeah okay than true. Really anything else you know it's like i get it sometimes but it's like i'm thinking about the return of like empire waists oh god or like balloon dresses oh god bubble dresses yeah with the cinch at the bottom yeah yeah dude the, dude and the natural enemy of the female body in my opinion <laughs> wear this if you want to look fucking ugly <laughs> It's kind of a flex. It's kind of a flex to well, be so hot. Well, sometimes being ugly is a flex. To be so hot that you can wear something like fuck ugly, right? But that doesn't mean you should do it. It's kind of like how I keep saying that when low-rise jeans are, are like inevitably come back, I will wear them. Oh yeah. Just because I'm. But of course. <laughs> That doesn't mean <laughs> that doesn't mean that they should come back. It's like how I've just been wearing white t-shirts with a chain lately, <laughs> which is like a flex because it doesn't look good. Dude, I was watching your Instagram story last night. And I was like, oh man. As soon as I mic on the trash, I was like, Sophie's on one. And then I was like, what do you mean? And I was like, she's posting on Instagram and. She's got a pregnancy test filter on, and she's wearing her sedition shirt and a chain, and she's drinking a glass of red wine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's, she's on the level. So funny. <laughs> I wasn't, a, I was like, this is very funny. Also, I loved the pregnancy test filter because it was like, when are you going to have a baby? And then it was like, twin boys. <laughs> it was like, when? Twin boys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> i love it that's like also the lesbian like, first date filter oh my god when you're in university and it's like somebody asks a question that has nothing to do with what the professor was talking about at all like they're, uh, not even in the same universe. they're not in the same universe or like um Okay, my sorry, not to harp on my coworker who's crazy, but like we worked in construction together, obviously. And one time yeah. she moved something, and I was like, "How?" Uh, I was like, "How heavy is it?" And she was like, "Oh, it's about three feet deep." I was like, "What? Why? <laughs> Why would you give me a length measurement to describe something that should have only been?" defined by weight or generously a description of how you're feeling generously volume yeah what like i was like you're (laughs) or i was like how deep does the hole have to be and she's like 26 dollars like she had no (laughs) concept of reality anyways <laughs> women in stem um anyways do you have a dumb bitch this week um oh yeah i'm gonna look in my request folders on twitter okay i feel like i did have stuff. i also have one. Oh, that's so exciting i never it's look at time request. for dumb, dumb bitch, bitch of, of the, the week, week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I had this old lady ask me to roll up my sleeve at work so I could show her my tattoos, and then I did, and she just went, oh, and walked away. So she's my dumb bitch this week. Oh, good. Oh. She, she was like, what's that tattoo? And I was like, a lighter. And she went, oh. 
Hey, okay, I have a couple of good ones. Uh, this one says, hey, love, how are you today? Can you tell me your current ba bank balance this evening? And I will double your account. You can kindly pass if you don't think it's legit, but I'm actually serious due to COVID-19. Oh, my God. Um, so that's a good one. Scammer. Scammer. Some guy said, what kind of flowers should I buy myself? Um... And also, a guy sent me a picture of a robot licking another robot on the pussy. Hot. And it said, me and you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what I'm getting um, from this is I that have a boyfriend. <laughs> my Twitter account is getting too big to the point that I'm getting weird DMs again. Uh, probably go back on lock. Dark. <laughs> okay. Um, should we do tweets of the week? Yeah. Okay. You can start. Mine is from Taylor Rivers. Okay. King. Yes. I wonder which vaccine will be the coolest. Pfizer feels too corporate slash brutal. Moderna is a little too little brother energy slash try hard. AstraZeneca? <laughs> Too monarchist. Waiting for one that is more authentic slash grassroots. Just want to be myself. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, it's so good. Um, okay. My tweet is from Darth Erogenous, which is also very, okay. a very funny username. That's so good. In my opinion. And they said... It's good to feel indifference towards your medium. David Lynch wasn't interested in the institution of film. He just wanted to make a moving painting. Similarly, I hate this. I hate you. I hope I get my gene light caught in an escalator and die. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I hate David Lynch. And I also want to yeah. get my gene light caught in an escalator and die. <laughs> oh my God. That... One of my, like, biggest intrusive thoughts is getting my, like, running shoe lace stuck in an escalator. Dude, I got the heel of my fucking, like, <gasps> stiletto caught oh in an escalator God. one time, and it broke off. That's horrifying. It was horrifying. Um, yeah, and also I was at work, and I didn't have another oh, pair of shoes. Oh, no. I had to, like, hobble to the dollar store and buy a pack of Gorilla Glue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's so sad. Yeah, that was not a good day. Also, I think I was drunk in the middle of the day. This is really <laughs> not a good time. Um, that's my bad. My old work used to have these work lunches, and I used to just get absolutely blitzed at them and then go back <laughs> to work, um, which was just, like, a sweet move for me. Oh, my God. I think I had just been re recently had, like, my heart broken, and I was, like, being, like, peak, like, sad girl. This was before we knew each other. Okay. Not super long before we knew each other, though. That makes this sense. Was maybe about six months before we met each other. <laughs> um, so I had just been dumped by the boyfriend that I had before the one I had when I met you. Um, that, yeah, that checks. Checks It all checks out. Um, and it might have been like the day before my birth. It was like very close to my birthday. And I was like... Oh my God. <laughs> crying. 
I looked so hot, but it was because I kept looking <laughs> really hot at work, but it was because I wasn't sleeping. So I was like getting up at like 4.30 in the morning. And doing uh, your makeup. And doing my makeup <laughs> and like planning a little outfit. Oh my God. You got to do something to get you through the day. Yeah. <laughs> we all have our little routines. And getting, waiting until noon so I could get absolutely blitzed on my hour lunch. <laughs> oh my God. Go back to work on my little computer job. <sighs> Fucking dead. dead Brutal. <laughs> honestly that tweet is real though that's how i feel about comedy it's like i'm not really yeah disrespecting your medium actually fucking slaps it slaps and it's correct like there's people right now who are still desperate for stage time and are like just fiending for spots and they're like well stage time is stage time and it's like i don't know i don't need stage time i can't relate go home and write a joke literally I don't understand. Like, if you really want to be working on comedy right now... Why don't you write something? The problem with people, like, we've talked about this so many times when we talk about podcasts, is, like, the problem is, like, there's, like, three types of comedians, and I don't want to lump, because I don't want to lump the really bad ones in with, like, because obviously we're different types. Like, I got into doing comedy because I like to write jokes, right? Yeah. I like to write jokes, and then it's, like, I have to perform them sometimes, and that sucks for me. You yeah. have a performance background, and then you've learned to write jokes, right? After yeah. After doing improv. So, so that's two different types of comedians, and it's totally legitimate, and they both have different strengths. And honestly, I would rather be a good performer and, like, learning to write than the other way around. Because <laughs> learning to perform is hard. Perform If performing doesn't come naturally to you and you're not comfortable on stage, um, it's really, 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 really hard. Uh, a lot harder than like getting good at writing jokes right um yeah but the third type of comedian is like um people and some people are kind of hybrids of the like performing first and writing second and this type but it's like people who just need attention and they don't they it's not because they care about performing and it's not because they care about writing it's like so you're like, if you want to get better at comedy, they they don't have the self-awareness to be like, if you want to get better at comedy and you, you don't have, like, you know, you have time, but you can't really get on stage or you can't have a normal experience of being on stage right now, what's something you could do? Work on your fucking jokes. You don't need to Literally. be on stage to do that. But these people are like, Like, I don't care if someone is doing comedy because they like attention, if they're, like, actually funny, you know what I mean? Like, that's fine. No, me either. Of course not. It's a little annoying, like, in the room sometimes, but it doesn't bother me that much. But people who are just, like, (laughs) fucking, like, trying to fill a void, I'm like, I cannot stand being around you. It's like people who are addicted to doing bits. You know, I, oh my god like, oh my god it's like you have to ban bits from like when you don't you shouldn't have to because then you won't have a good time with like your actual friends right like if you're yeah. in a room of comedian you should be able to hang out as friends and have a funny conversation that's one of the best parts about doing comedy, comedy. you get to hang around with a bunch of funny and smart people who usually are not great people and drink a lot too much and whatever have other problems can't and don't and don't protect you when you're getting sexually harassed (laughs) yeah those are all you know (laughs) but like the good thing is you get to hang around with a bunch of people who are like 
as smart as you, as much as that sounds weird, you know? And like, No, it's as real. Fun, as funny as you, like, you don't have to explain anything, right? You don't have to yeah. worry about, like, missing what they're saying or whatever. What ruins it is when one person acts like they're, like, performing... Oh my god, yeah. Like the droop, and you're like, you're ruining me doing bits with my friends because you're trying to do like the bit and all bits. Like, dude, you're killing the vibe. No, and then it's like, you don't be like, no bits, you know? You don't. (laughs) Yeah, and then it's like, none of us can do bits either. Great. It's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, so like, let's say that, like, uh, what are some other good examples? Like, let's say that fucking, like, Okay, this is a crossover, like, for my life or whatever, but it's like, let's say gyms are closed, and you're like, okay, well, I care a lot about getting stronger, or whatever, Mm -hmm. and you're like, obviously, I don't have access to heavyweights right now, or whatever. It's like, that doesn't mean that you can't do, you can't work on, like, your mobility. Yeah. Or, like, your cardio, or, like, eating properly, or, like, other things that will help you get stronger in the long run. You just people don't understand cross be. training though. Yeah, it's it's like okay, so write a million fucking jokes in your time off stage. I don't you know, or you can't always be it's like if you're an artist, it's like you can't have an arts show all the you can't have an art show like five times a year. Yeah. You've exactly. gotta make art in between doing the cool part. People <laughs> are like, like, oh, I'm a crowd work comedian, and it's like, no, you're not. No, you're too fucking lazy to write jokes, and also nobody likes you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I don't like you. I'm projecting. I don't like you. Maybe some people like you, but... (laughs) Literally, though, it's like, okay. Oh, God. I don't even know if I should write jokes. Like, things are still making me laugh, you know, which is a good sign. Sorry, that's such a weird thing to say, but it's like, you ever get to the point where you're like... Oh my god, I'm never gonna be a good comedian. Just I don't even have thoughts that make me laugh right now. Oh my god, yeah. Things make me laugh all the time, still, right now, which I think is great. That's good. But I'm like, because I don't know it, when we're ever gonna be able to do comedy normally ever again. There's I'm no like, motivation. I'm like, should I be writing jokes? It's again, it's the same thing as like the gym thing. It's like should you be putting in crazy work in like maxing out your lifts right now if gyms could just close for like three months at any time and then you just be in your apartment doing walking fucking lunch? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Speaking from personal experience, right? 